This week on Inside Motorsport, Tony Whitlock takes time to remember the life of Margaret Hardy, who entered motorsport in the early 70s and became the category manager of Formula Ford in Australia, starting so many careers in Australian and world motorsport. I hope you'll stay with us. Welcome to Inside Motorsport, Tony Whitlock and Craig Ravel, and we're doing a tribute to Margaret Hardy, a woman who championed the cause of Formula Ford since 1978, a wonderful woman who, joining the Light Car Club in the late 1970s, would have little knowledge of what her plan was for the rest of her life in motorsport. She died recently from breast cancer, had been fighting it since 2019, and for the Hardy family, we uh, want to wish our best wishes for all that goes on to next remembering that she was a wonderful woman and somebody that these people can reflect on and think how much that they had uh, their life impacted by her. She gave not only drivers, mechanics, engineers, but the team owners in that category enormous heart because she championed what they were trying to do. And we're talking today to a number of people involved in the category. Dave Reynolds is a driver. Ron Beasley, a competitor, Mike Borland, who was a manufacturer, Mick Ritter, who was a who was an absolute warrior of the category, having won multiple championships, starting with Will Davison back in the early 2000s. Came as a bit of a shock, to be honest. Um, I probably, like a lot of people, wasn't aware of um, you know how how bad Marg was um, was struggling. I sort of my father had called me a couple of days prior. Um, to tell me that she was, you know, very ill. And so that, that came as a real surprise. So, um, yeah, it's, you know, sad day for, for the sport and the country, that's for sure. We're going to hear from Dave Reynolds talking about him as a driver, what it was like being in Margaret's care. Margaret was, you know, she's a very lovely lady, very special person behind the former Ford Association, the former Ford and our sport in general. Um, in, like in my, I suppose my first introduction was, in big time motorsport was when Formal Ford was on the national calendar and um, you know she was just so nice so helpful and yeah it's very very sad to see her pass on it's been heartbreaking but I always remember it's certainly fascinating to reflect on a, a woman who did so much for and all the people involved in Formula Ford Ron Beasley my earliest memory is, is the um, Air McKnight period um, and obviously when we were doing entries and bits and pieces and trying to get a run at the Grand Prix and things like that, he, he was involved and so was um, John Blandon from Adelaide, obviously. Yeah, look, she was extremely organised. You know, it was a great great pleasure to work with someone where you, you knew everything was done. It was organised. Turn up to a meeting, everything was organised, done. She had a structure in place. It just happened. Um, there was never any questioning about anything. You never, you never got into a, a situation where they were you were second guessing anything. It was just nice. It just happened. You know, she'd been doing it so long, and she was so disappointed in all. It just everything worked. It wasn't difficult at all. There was no problems with anything. Uh, even when it came to AGMs, you know, I was on the, the the committee there for a while. It was just. Just fluid. It just worked. Amazing to reflect back on a woman who had such an impact on so many people, particularly the young drivers as they climb through the ranks. There are literally dozens of drivers in supercars in Australia and other categories around the world from Australia who have been helped and tutored and mentored by Margaret Hardy. 
So we'll hear next from Mike Borland, Spectrum Racing Cars, and certainly somebody who Margaret helped make sure he was on the grid. So I think, I mean, Margaret was a, you know, as far as a, an administrator, she was fantastic for for the category. You know, I think she was, she she made up for a lot of a lot of us competitors with um, not very good with our paperwork and not 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 so good at filling in entry forms and all of that part of it. So Margaret was just um, she'd end up doing all of that for you or helping with that. She was just you know quiet in the background and just made everything run really smoothly. She was fantastic. Mick Ritter certainly is somebody who has certainly carved his place with the assistance of Margaret Hardy standing there trackside, making sure that all the Sonic drivers were on track on time. Coming back to Australia, you know, in the mid-90s, and I suppose for the first time really um, being involved from a, you know, a team management um, side of things and and not really understanding where to go and how to get things done. Um, Margaret was, um, you know, that was probably you know one of her biggest strengths just you know anything you needed anything you wanted to know um she was the go-to and she had most of the answers and if she didn't have the answer she would generally get the answer for you so um i think you know across the board the that that same story would be told by you know so many people that have come through the category you know young drivers their families their teams um I think even people competing in other categories and 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 category administrators would often come and you know seek Margaret's knowledge. She was that well versed in things and and that well experienced and you know had a certainly had a, a way of um, getting things done. <laughs> she she may have loved some more than others, or maybe there was a bit of uh, love hate from time to time. She might love you one day. And, that's not so much the next day, depending on how much aggravation you were giving her at the time. And I'd certainly experienced, you know, my fair share of that. But no, look, absolutely. You know, the, the connections and the bonds that she made with, you know, so many of the young drivers and, and not, not, not just in Formula 4, but having a real interest and a real passion in, in watching their careers unfold is, um, you know, it's quite remarkable. I think she had a few of her favourite drivers, but she never actually favoured anybody. I don't think she was. She was just so fair, and she she just loved the category and loved the drivers that were, you know, to watch them progress and and everything. So um, she just you just had huge interest in it all. I think I remember when we first went to England and um, with John Martin in 2006 and won the race there. Hadn't even got John hadn't even done his slogan lap, and, and I'd had a phone call from Margaret. She was ringing me to say congratulations. So she'd been up at two o'clock in the morning watching the race on live timing. So that's how much interest she had in what people were doing. You know, it was you know it's just fantastic. You know, you just knew that you could always rely on her to be um, making sure everything was going to run smoothly. In my early years, you know, I had a lot to do with her. I used to go steal cup of teas off her all the time in her like little former Ford trailer <laughs> as a young kid. So she was always very welcoming, very, very kind, um, very thought, thoughtful person. This is a wonderful time to be able to reflect back on Margaret Hardy, a woman who I found was so obliging, so involving, 
and wanted to make sure that whatever she could do to help the category was going to happen, and she did make it happen. Yeah, she always made you put on your race suit and, you know, do it up and look presentable and make sure the Ford badges were showing because <laughs> it was formal Ford. So um, I think I even remember this This could be someone else, but I'm pretty sure it was her. She used to have, like, um, little Ford badges. She should you, she could pin to the race suit for um, just for show-and-tell purposes for the podium. So, um, yeah, she was always watching out, I suppose. She kind of had that... Um, librarian type feel, you know, you always got to be on your best behaviour, but behaviour around her. No, she was, she was such a good person. I'm sad to see her go. You know, we do have a habit of forgetting about these people, these people that don't have a profile or don't jump up on, in front of social media and sell themselves. They just chip away and get stuff done. And, you know, it's a shame that we do forget them. And hopefully, well, and I'm pretty sure we won't. I think Margaret, you know, is a single person who went through that, that period of forming the fort and, memory of her so I think you know, hopefully that you know that'll that'll continue on forever. People like Margaret, they they really don't um, get the recognition they deserve whilst you know whilst they're in the job and um, that for me is is somewhat of a shame that it you know it takes for something like this to um, you know for for people to come out and, and voice their recognition of Margaret. But at the end of the day it's um Everything I've seen thus far, and the words and comments I've seen from you know throughout the motorsport community, it's um, it's pleasing. Thank you for joining us on Inside Motorsport. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.